ask yourself the damn question. It's winning the only thing. Sports today are not just played on the field. They're played every day, online, all over the world, by sports fans just like you. Don't you dare breathe. That won't get you ready. If you don't think you're a winner, you don't belong here. The Star Fantasy League Show puts you in control of your own team. Find out who to sit, who to start, how to play, and have your daily fantasy sports questions answered with your host, Jonathan Sprung, and co-host, Matthew Footer, and Nick Stablenko. The Star Fantasy League Show is on the air now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Star Fantasy League Show. I'm your host, Matthew Footer, joined by my co-host, Nick Stablanco. How's it going, guys? I love that. I really love that you do that. You get so excited. I get excited, too. It's great. We're back. I do. We are back. We took a little bit of a brief hiatus over the last couple days, but it's full goal from here on out. The NBA had their trade deadline, had their All-Star weekend. They're on full blast. The NHL has their trade deadline next Monday, so we'll probably have a big show centered around that, potential trades, things like that. There were a lot of moves last year, so we'll see what happens this year. Definitely. But, of course... What we do on the show, we talk daily fantasy sports. And, of course, we have the basketball games. We got four games on the slate tonight. And we have an 11-game slate in the NHL. So let's jump right in with the, with the NBA talk. Yeah, I think we have to. And on a four-game slate, I don't know, I'm don't. i not so sure that you can throw much out in this one. Is that right? No, I, I'm actually not going to avoid any of these games tonight because it's it's very difficult to find those value players tonight. Looking at the rosters on StarFantasyLeagues.com, there really isn't a lot of guys that are considered value tonight. Yeah, well, that's tough. I mean, uh, some of these matchups, too, they look like they're really great matchups if you're a basketball fan, but from a daily fantasy standpoint, you have to be a little crafty. Uh, I mean, the first one on the board here is Golden State at Washington. Washington, you, you've said this a number of times, they're a great defensive team, mm-hmm. and, being, and seeing as that they're at home, maybe the top dollar guys take a little bit of a hit? Yeah, so uh, coming into this game, Steph Curry is listed as questionable tonight. Uh, he he didn't play the previous game after the All-Star break. So obviously uh, he would be the top guy, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe tonight you could consider across the board, I would argue someone else. But, um, you know, it's obvious Steph Curry. But he's at 22,000 and coming in and questionable. If he does play, I'm not sure how effective he'll be against a very tough defensive Team. He is going up against John Wall, who's not the best defender, but overall team defense. So what is the questionable tag for? Uh, I believe he has, I'm trying to remember, it's a sprained knee or ankle or something yeah, like I mean, that. He's had trouble with his ankles over his career, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they hold him out just as a precaution. It looks like they're really careening towards the number one overall seed in the Western yeah. Conference. Yeah. So uh, that, that would be a tough call for me, but... I mean, that's why I'm not a head coach in the NBA. That's so, true. Uh, that's why Steve is, Kerr is doing amazing things out but there. But if he is out, then Splash Brother Part 2, Clay Thompson. He obviously becomes the number one target. He's at 15,500. Draymond Green, we've talked about him before. CEO uh, Zach Stanley has talked about him all season. He's been doing pretty well recently. He's averaged 30-plus minutes over the last 12 games, so that's a big thing. We like to see those 30-plus minutes. And if uh, Curry can't go, I think Sean Livingston's a guy who gets the bump tonight. Uh, 6,500, he should see the starting role at the point guard position. So then what about the other side of the ball? Because uh, obviously Washington has a couple of guys that we love to play in daily Mm -hmm. fantasy. But, uh, I mean, is Golden State, are they a turnstile defensively, or have they actually shored things up? They're not They're not terrible defensively. They're, they're someone you don't have to worry really honestly about uh, going okay. up against. You know, the bigs, uh, like, 
um, David Lee and Draymond and those guys like that and Bogut and Bogut's when Bogut's in there, it's it, they they are better defensively when yeah, they are missing when him. When he is in there, yeah, that and that's the yeah. issue that they run into. Obviously, on the Washington side, I think John Wall's the obvious one. He's at nineteen thousand tonight. Bradley Beal looks like. He might still be out. That's not confirmed at, at this point. So it's c- tough to, you know, put him out there or consider. And Walls kind of had a knack to uh, when he has big primetime matchups. He's kind of like in that Derrick Rose type of atmosphere where he plays up to his competition and has a huge night. Yeah, I mean, that's important to, to note because if you compare him and Curry, you're saving over $2,000 on, on Wall in that case. So, Definitely. Uh, yeah, that, I think that's a tough one. What about Gortat, though? Mar- Marcin Gortat, yeah. he's, uh, he's done pretty well so far this year. Ever since going to Washington, he really has picked it up. Yeah, 37 fantasy points last game. I think he's a great option at 13,000. Excellent. All right, well, let's take a look at the next game here. Cleveland at Detroit. Cleveland is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 204. Yeah, most of the over-unders are at uh, over 200 tonight. So it's a big night, honestly, for a four-game slate. Obviously, uh, on a short slate, you might have to pay up for LeBron James tonight. Mm-hmm. And he's been disappointing recently, and there's not a reason. He hasn't played bad. They just had a bunch of blowout games, which could definitely happen happen again. Um, another guy is Kyrie Irving. He's at 17,000. He had 50 fantasy points the last time these teams played. Big doing. And Detroit just made a bunch of moves at the break. They got rid of DJ Augustine, who was their starting point guard, brought in Reggie Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it, it'd be interesting to see what ends up happening. Uh, now is, it, is this the first game since that move was made? For Detroit? No, for Reggie Detroit. Jackson had played a, played a previous game. He had okay. 22, and a half, uh, 22 fantasy points. He's a guy in Detroit I'd actually do like tonight on a short slate for well, only yeah, and the reason that 12,000. The reason that I ask that is, is because a lot of times when a player gets traded to a new team, it takes them just a little bit to get acclimated. Mm-hmm. So uh, if he has gotten that first game out of the way, it might be time to start giving him a look. Yeah, definitely. On the Detroit side, I think Greg Monroe is going to dominate Kevin Love tonight. He's okay. the cheaper of the big guy options. He's about $1,000 cheaper. So I think at 16000 I'm willing to pay up for him tonight. Dominating the love. Yeah. He's been very disappointing this year defensively, yeah, really honestly. Is. So, yeah. And um, I maybe Kentavious Caldwell-Pulp just because of the amount of minutes he's played the last couple games. Okay. I'm not really too confident in Minutes that are one. important in basketball, though. That's true. All right. Third game on the slate is Indiana at OKC. OKC is a seven-point favorite, another over 200, over under, as yep. you said. Uh, both teams are fighting for eighth, eight, the eighth seed in their respective conferences. I can't believe you're saying conferences. that about OKC. I yeah, the, that. they're about six games over 500 now, but it, you know they're still fighting. Uh, Kevin Durant is going to be out tonight. He's out a couple weeks. Uh, DJ Augustine was just recently moved to OKC, and as you can see on my notes, I wrote dead. It's essentially he's lost all fantasy value being behind Russell Westbrook no now, kidding. which is very disappointing for a guy who was you know such a big asset. You yeah, know he really after was. Uh, Brandon uh, Jennings went out. Yeah, basically anytime Westbrook is out, I think he. Gets it's a look, right? Yeah. But other than that, right now, no way. Yeah, on the Indiana side, I'm really not looking at anyone tonight. Uh, David West is too high for what I think for a not a great matchup. On the OKC side, I think Russell Westbrook could be the top guy tonight with Durant being out. Man, that's a high price tag. It is high, 23000 but he has a potential to easily get 60 fantasy points, okay. which is unbelievable. Uh, Serge Ibaka is another guy. Okay. His last three games, 43, 34 and a half, and 43 fantasy points. He's at 15000 Okay. So he's been doing pretty well. The last guy is a recent guy that they just picked up, Ines Cantor. And I was ranting about him a couple weeks ago on how bad he sucked. <laughs> and, you know, I'll take it back because he's, 
he had a nice showing last game. He had thirty five and a half fantasy. Yeah, points. that's an increased price tag there. Twelve thousand four hundred. Yeah. I mean, hasn't he been below the ten thousand mark? Most he's of been season? he's been around that ten eleven thousand mark, and uh, you know, kind of sharing time with Favors and Gobert in with the Jazz, but no Stephen Adams. It's the Cantor show now in Oklahoma City. So. No kidding. All right, last game on the slate. Let's go for it. Toronto at Dallas. Dallas is a four point favorite. Two oh five is the over under. Yeah, it, uh, Toronto's on a back to back. I actually watched the Toronto New Orleans. Game last night, Toronto blew an 18-point lead <laughs> to New Orleans, who was missing Anderson, Davis, and Drew Holiday. That's horrible. So what's that telling you? I think Detroit, Toronto's on a downslide right now. Dallas is coming in completely fresh. They got Rajon Rondo back. They got Tyson Chandler back. All their guys are healthy, except for excuse me, uh, Chandler Parsons. Did not play last game. He's questionable tonight. So, okay. But besides that, they got a full roster. On the Toronto side, Dermar DeRozan's kind of the only real big guy who I'm looking at. He had a kind of a disappointing night last night. but Really, honestly, a disappointing season considering what happened last year. Yeah, uh, Kyle Lowry was kind of the bigger scorer last night, but I still like DeRozan at his price of 14000 Uh I think Jonas Valanciunas could have a nice night. He is going up against Chandler, but again, on a short slate, it's tough to find a big center who you could put in there. Sure. Um, and he's at 13000 He had 37 fantasy points last night. And then another guy is James Johnson. If he, if Patrick Patterson doesn't play, he's a guy just under ten thousand who provides great yeah, value. That's a decent value, yeah. How about the Dallas side? Dallas side, Monty Ellis. He's got forty plus point potential every night. He's at fourteen thousand. Uh, no Chandler Parsons. This is where I'm a little confused because. Uh, they just picked up Amari Stoudemire, so there's a forward option that they could put in there. Okay. Uh, Richard Jefferson had a nice game last game, but he's 38 years old. Um, it, it's really confusing right now who they're going to play at that power for or that uh, small forward power forward position. Obviously, Dirk's the power forward, but. Uh, th- that small four position, I don't know what's going to go on there with that rotation. Yeah, it's best to kind of stay away from that. Whenever you got a real, it, whenever it's tough to get a read on the situation, it's usually best to kind of stay away and look elsewhere. Coming out of the All Star break, it's still tough to figure out those minutes because and the uh, trade deadline because we really don't know. Yeah, that's tough. Definitely. All right, coming out of the break, we're going to jump into the huge NHL slate, and you're watching the Star Fantasy League Show. The Star Fantasy League Show. Information is key to being a successful fantasy team owner. And the guys have all the updated info you need right now. We are back on the Star Fantasy League Show. I'm your host, Matthew Footer, joined by Nick Sablenko. And we're going to get into our favorite topic on here, Love daily the hockey. NHL. Love the NHL. It's, I, it is tough, but you know what? We've got it figured out. As much as I am a basketball enthusiast, I'm more of a hockey enthusiast. Yeah, of course, man. But uh, all right, we got 11 games on the schedule tonight. So when you're filling out a uh, daily fantasy lineup, do you take a look at all the games, or do you try to toss out games? Well, you have to. You have to at least take a look at all of them. But yeah, there's a couple on the slate. Like there's just there's three of them in particular that I have to throw out. All right, which ones would those be? Buffalo at Columbus, or and the reason for that is that uh, you know I know both of these teams are apt to give up a ton of goals. But lately, both of their goalies have been on fire. Mm-hmm. Michael Neuwirth has been fantastic recently, but don't worry, the Sabres are still finding yeah. a way to lose. And so is Curtis McElhaney. So honestly, I'm not sure that this game goes over, you know, one nothing, two nothing game. So I can't really, I can't rely on anything. And offensively, Buffalo is just a mess. So I can't really rely on that. I guess it just 
overall, Columbus just kind of takes a hit. Yeah, I, I saw Matt Molson scored his first goal in like 22 games or something a few Ouch. games ago. That's for being a top goal scorer. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. depressing. All right, another game you're tossing out. So the other the, the other two are Montreal and St. Louis, mm-hmm. and the reason is because these two are two of the best teams in the NHL. They have great goaltending. They know how to play an all-around game. So I honestly don't know which direction this is going to go. I give the edge to St. Louis because they're at home and because I think they play in the tougher conference in the West. Yep. But they're facing Carey Price. And Carey Price is – I think he just edged out Pecorine it's for very, the Vezina. It's very close right now. That's, it's it a two-horse race between those two and guys. And then the last one is Colorado at Nashville. And the reason Speaking is because I Rene. freaking yeah. hate Colorado right now. Yeah. They're driving me nuts. You know, they've, they've beaten a couple of good teams recently that they're just not supposed to beat. And then they'll lose a game that they're not supposed to lose. So I just don't know what to think. I guess Nashville definitely get they definitely have the edge here being the better team, but I don't know which way this one's going to go. Fair enough. All right, let's jump into some of the games that you are looking at tonight. We're going right. to start with Arizona Coyotes plus two forty at the New York Islanders minus two eighty. Uh, looks like Mike Smith maybe versus Chad Johnson for the New York Islanders. Yeah, this is the big one. This is the uh, the biggest target game for me. Uh, because the Islanders are one of the best offensive teams in the NHL, and Arizona is just atrocious defensively. They just lost last night to my Devils. Yeah, that's that's sad. The shut out. That's sad. They got shut out. Yes. Uh, with Johnson and Net, I think that's a fantastic GPP play. He's at eleven thousand. I think he can't go wrong there. Arizona should not be able to put the puck in the net. So the thing that I struggled with a little bit was who do I play on the Islanders? Well, Arizona is horrible on the penalty kill, and the Islanders are actually very good on the power play. So I think where you need to target is that top power play line. Uh, John Tavares, I think, is going to be the top play of the night. But Anders Lee has been doing really well. Franz Nielsen, uh, Johnny Boychuk, and Nick Letty. That's their top power play unit. I think you need to give a look to those guys. Okay. Now, do you ever get scared when – you know, picking a high offensive team, for example, the Islanders, mm-hmm. when they play their backup goaltender because – or do you get – does that make it more appealing? You think maybe Actually, he'll let in yeah. a couple more goals that I, well, you know, yeah. I can get more points out of them. Generally speaking, for whatever reason, the phenomenon is, it is beyond me. I don't know why. But when teams have their backup goalie in, they tend to play better offensively. Mm-hmm. And they put, they put a lot more emphasis on putting the puck in the net because they don't know if they can really rely on the guy in that. I think Johnson should be fine, so don't worry about playing him in your tournament play. But, yeah, I think the Islanders are going to pump a few more in. That's a great piece of advice right there, Nick. (laughs) The Vancouver Canucks plus 135 at the Boston Bruins, the struggling Boston Bruins at minus 155. Very surprising line. Uh, No goalies announced at this point. We've got to assume lack probably because Ryan Miller is injured versus Tuka Rask. Yeah, that that is the assumption. I'm really surprised at this line. I'm not sure why Boston is such a heavy favorite. No, I'm not either. Vancouver has actually been playing some pretty solid hockey lately with Eddie Lack and Net, like we just said. Mm -hmm. That backup phenomenon is in there. So uh, I I think I like Vancouver a little bit more. I'm uh, not so sure about the Sedin girls because they tend, they don't tend to play very well against Boston because uh, of that bruiser style. You really hate those guys. No, I do. I think they're a bunch of Sallies. I can't. That, watching that watching that Stanley Cup final was so infuriating when uh, I can't remember which one started taking a bunch of punches the to the face. So. They started taking a bunch of punches to the face and just let it happen. That's not hockey to me. <laughs> uh, but I do like Rodin Verbata. I think he's a great option tonight. Uh, I think you should look at, at the entire Vancouver lineup, really. Uh, Chris Higgins on the second line has been doing really well lately. Uh, so, I mean, I like Vancouver a little bit more than Boston. The other thing with Boston, David Krejci is out now. Yeah, so four to a, six weeks, I believe. That's a really they big loss Gregory Campbell as well. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's, that's a lot of guys on that roster yep. who've been dealing with injuries all season. I mean, they lost to Dan O'Chara very early in the season. So If you want to play, play the replacement, it's going to be Ryan Spooner. He will be the center on the uh, – First or second line, whichever one you want to call it there. Good punt uh, play. So, yeah, yeah. he's yeah, he's at 6,000. Not too bad. 
All right, moving on. The Calgary Flames plus 160 at the New York Rangers minus 180. Kari Ramo is confirmed versus maybe uh, Cam Talbot. We got to assume it probably is. I, yeah, I would assume it is Cam Talbot, and he has not been impressive whatsoever. No, not at all. Uh, they have been winning because the Rangers know how to score this year. Yeah, they're but fantastic. Cam Talbot has not been that great in net. He's been giving up three, four, five goals at a time. So uh, I think Calgary is worth a look tonight. The thing about the Rangers, too, is they don't score as well at home as they do on the road. They've yeah. been a fantastic road team. This yeah, that's, it's kind of funny because I went to the Rangers-Sabre game last Friday, mm-hmm. and they watching some of these guys, I mean, Carl Hagelin is fast, man. Is. Like the Watching some of these guys skate, they, they're just very impressive hockey. It was fun to watch. Actually, I'm glad that you said that. That third line has been really good. Yeah. Carl Hagelin, JT Miller, and Kevin Hayes. They've, yeah. been, they've been on fire. They've been great. They were out so. there a lot, I noticed. Yeah, they're getting a fair amount of ice time. They're not going to get a whole lot of run on the power play, but they are getting a lot of ice time, so they're worth a look as far as value goes. Uh, for, the, for the rest of the Rangers, I'm kind of – hesitant to pull the trigger on some of the top guys. Rick Nash, Derek Steppen, I mean, they aren't scoring at home. And that uh, it, it may be that Madison Square Garden, the ice is just a little choppy. That's always been the uh, the rumor. But I don't know. It's just it, it's not it's not standing out to me. As far as Calgary goes, I think their top line is always worth a look. Yuri Hudler, uh, Sean Monahan, and uh, Johnny Gaudreau, they're doing really well. And then Mark Giordano on the backside. He's at 12,000. He really should be more like 14,000. So we can assume the Flames won't get torched tonight then. No, no, that's a good one. <laughs> Is that, didn't you use that joke last week? No, I did something else about it. Oh, being Jesus. Hot, but All right. I love it. All right. All right. <laughs> Philadelphia Flyers plus 100 at the yeah, Carolina Hurricanes minus 120. Robert Zepp versus Cam Ward. Zepp's been pretty impressive for the last couple games. Yeah, he has, but I, I'm not really sold on it. Okay. You know? I mean, yeah, he, he has. He's, the last two games he's been on fire. But I'm not sold on his play. Uh, and Carolina, they offer a lot of value. I think you need to look at the Stahl brothers. Eric and Jordan are both underpriced, in my opinion. Really? Uh, I mean, they have the ability to score every night, That's especially true. Eric Stahl. So, uh, I mean, it's tough because Carolina does not score very well. No, they don't. But as far as Philadelphia goes, regardless of the fact that the, the Hurricanes do a very good job defensively, Man, Simmons is just on fire. He really is. He has 14 points in his last 12 games. He has a point in each of his last eight games. I, th- I don't think you can avoid him. His price is still under 13000 Really? I think you have to give him a look, and I think he's almost a must-play. You have to ride the hot streak. Yeah, you, you have, have to. to. That's, that's huge in hockey that mm-hmm. we've learned. Anybody, and, uh, anybody else you want to touch on this game? No, not really. I think this is kind of, for the most part, I think you're going to be avoiding this a game. game but avoid. I, I do like Simmons, and I do like Saul Brothers. I have a feeling you're going to be touching this game a bit. Edmonton Oilers, plus 250. Not in that way. <laughs> yes. At the Minnesota Wild, minus 300. Yeah, this is almost a guarantee here. Devin Dubnik started most likely Ben Scrivens. Yeah, I mean, Dubnik has just been lights out against his former team. He's played them five times this season, and he's 5-0. and oh he, has, he has a goals That's against That's pretty impressive. Average. Yep, he has a goals against average, I believe it's .79, and wow. his save percentage is, I believe, 97%. You think it's, he'll be the most, the highest owned goalie tonight? Well, the problem is that his, his salary's crept up. Yep. So it depends on what contest you're playing in, but a head-to-head game, I think he's a must-start. He, he's on fire against this team. He's been shutting them down. He's pissed off, apparently. He doesn't yeah. like that they, that they traded him. As far as the offense goes, Zach Parise is always a, a, an option. Uh, I think Miko Koivu has started playing really good lately, so I think he's worth a look. And Justin Fontaine actually has three points against this Edmonton team. Give him a look for value. Ooh, value. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. The Dallas Stars, the former Minnesota team, plus 120 at the Winnipeg Jets. The former Atlanta Thrashers, which has no connection <laughs> whatsoever, minus 140. 
no goal yeah, is no, confirmed at this point. So. Uh, should be, yeah, should be Lettinen and Hutchinson. If they're uh, smart, they don't play Pavlich. Yeah, no, but they haven't been smart, and they have been playing Pavlich. Yes. <laughs> Um, the big thing about Dallas is with Tyler Sagan out, Jamie Benn and Jason Spezza have been unbelievable. So I, uh, you have to look at them every night. And between these two teams, I believe they played twice and a total of 14 goals have been scored. Wow. So there's going to be some firepower tonight. Uh, but I really, it's tough to call it from Dallas' side. I think Ben and, and Spezza are the two that you can rely on other than that. I don't know that you can rely on anybody from this team to score. They will score. I just don't know who. Yeah, it's tough. As far as the Jets go, uh, make sure you look at the starting uh, at the starting lineup, uh, what the morning skate rosters have, because Dustin Bufflin may be playing on that second line with Mark Shafley and Drew Stafford. So he immediately gets a boost in value because he's on offense, uh, and then he's also on the power play. Uh, but that really, for Winnipeg, the biggest thing for me is that top line. Uh, Blake Wheeler, Brian Little, and, uh, and Andrew, Andrew Ladd, Ladd. excuse yep. me. I always forget Andrew Ladd, and he's actually the leading scorer on the team, I yeah. believe. So, uh, yeah, so I, I love that top line. I think everybody's in play there. Fair enough. Moving on, the Florida Panthers plus 155 at the Chicago Blackhawks, minus 175. Most likely Roberto Luongo versus Scott Darling. Scott makes, Darling. Makes his first start since, I believe, mid-December. Yeah, uh, and I believe I was at that game. It was against the, the New Jersey Devils. Maybe. All right. I'm not sure. Uh, this is a tough one for me, and I'll tell you why. The, the, as if I wasn't going to tell you. Uh, Florida and Chicago are both reeling right now. They're both in yeah. a slump. So it's kind of tough to say, yeah, Chicago's going to blow them apart. I think they should, and the reason is because they're in that slump, I think their, their objective is going to be throw pucks on net. Mm-hmm. And when they do that, that, all of a sudden that just opens up their offense and they start burying them. At the same time, Roberto Luongo has been having a very good season. So been, you need yeah. to be careful. I don't know that I'm going to rely heavily on Pat Kane, Marion Hosa, Jonathan Taves. They're very expensive. I don't know that you, need to, that you should be relying on them. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a lower-scoring game. As what, far as Florida goes, I can't. You can't take any. What about a guy like Brandon Saad? Who's oh sure, okay. Sure. I mean the top six. Everybody from the top six in Chicago is in play, but you have to be smart about it. I think well, I, I say him because he's one of the cheaper options sure. for sure. So, but still in that top six, yeah, definitely for a line. All right, the last game we got on the slate tonight before the break, we got the Detroit Red Wings plus one fifty five at the Los Angeles Kings minus 175. Mm-hmm. Jonas Gustafsson getting the start, most yep. likely Jonathan Quick. Yeah, uh, it, you can't ignore the fact that the Los Angeles Kings have started playing their late season hockey, and unfortunately for Detroit, they just get, they come off of a back-to-back. They played Anaheim last night. They lost in a shootout. Mm-hmm. That's not a very ideal back-to-back to be in. So, no, not at all. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know that I'm going to be recommending anybody from Detroit tonight. Yeah. It, it's just not a good situation. As far as Los Angeles goes, you can certainly give a look to Johnny Quick. Uh, I mean, he is the catalyst that makes this team who they are, and they've been shutting people down lately, so he's certainly worth consideration. Uh, but as far as the offense goes, it all starts with the 70s line. It's Jeff Carter, Tyler Ooh, Toffoli. I like that. And did Dwight you coin King. that? No, I did not. No. Uh, they, are, they, are, they have been known as 70s because all of their jersey numbers, numbers are the, the 70s. 70s. Yeah. Not because they like have hairstyles no, or clothing. No, 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 no. Okay, no, it's not because they're rocking the mullet <laughs> from the 70s. <laughs> that line. would be fantastic they if would. they were the number 70s. Oh, yeah, too. the Barry Melrose mullet. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, LA awesome. Connection. I like it. Definitely. Uh, but, yeah, that line's been awesome. They've been on fire, and they're still reasonably priced. Fair enough. So you haven't made your roster. I haven't made my roster, but we're going to do it right after the break on the Star Fantasy League show. Now, let's get back to it. The Star Fantasy League show. Feel free to tweet the show at SF Leagues. 
Welcome back to the Star Fantasy League show. You can tweet us at SFL Leagues or tweet us at our Twitter handles right underneath our names, which at is pretty S- cool. At, at, at SF Leagues? SF Leagues. 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 Shout out to Zach Stanley right there. I like it. All right. It's time to put in our winning lineups that you can take and put on StarFantasyLeagues.com tonight. We're going to start with my NBA lineup. Let me just pull that up real quick. All right. For the NBA, of course, we talk about it every day, but just a friendly reminder, three guards, three forwards, a center, and a utility position. And I like to tend to put in the the centers most of the time at the utility position because those guys can just they're right they're the closest ones to the basket. Exactly. So they get all the rebounds, they get tip ins, they get Dunks. all sorts of yep. Exactly. Easy. I went with two centers Easy last stuff. night. It was a great move. All right. Starting with my guards tonight, I'm going to obviously put out Russell Westbrook because I think he's going to be the top scorer tonight, and I want to have him in there. Fair enough. It was very difficult to fit in. There's a couple guys I'm a little bit hesitant about, but early enough in the day, that's what I'm going to roll with at 24,000. Right. My other guard is going to be Reggie Jackson. He is the starter now in Detroit. He's got great value. He's just under 12000 going up against Cleveland. And the hope is that he gets an increase in minutes. Yeah, exactly. And my last card, I'm fitting in Clay Thompson. I'm banking on Steph Curry not playing tonight. So. Not a bad bet. So he's at 15000 I obviously put most of my money in the guard position tonight. My forwards, I'm going with James Johnson from Toronto. I'm banking on Patrick Peterson being out again. He's at 10000 Going with Richard Jefferson. At 5000 that's my value guy. He's coming off uh, almost a 30-point effort last game. It could really bite me, but he's one of the cheapest options that could you know, see an increase in minutes. High risk, high reward. Yeah, exactly. And my other forward is going to be Greg Monroe because I think he's got great value tonight. You're very bullish on him. Yeah, I have been. My center is going to be Inez Canner coming off that 35-point effort. And my utility... I only had about 5,000 left to work with. I'm going with Garrett Temple, who's in the starting lineup for the Wizards tonight with Bradley Beal most likely being out. Interesting. Yeah, he had a, he had a 20, he had close to 30 minutes last game. So That's good enough. That that's where I had to fit in someone I'm not great on that. I'm not feeling that one too much, but hey, my uh, Alex Ajenka pick worked out last yes, night. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And it looks like you got a ton of value in there. Yeah, that that's what I'm hoping for tonight. I went for like three, four huge max price guys and then just went for value. Funny there. enough, I did the same thing, and you and I did not discuss this before. We didn't. I did. I did the same thing. I have a ton of value in my lineup as well. All right, why don't you give us your NHL lineup that you can put in? All right, so same thing. The uh, Get two left wings, two right wings, two centers, two defensemen, a goalie, and a flex position. So let's start off with the left wing position. Value play for the left winger is going to be Dwight King. Like I said, I love the that 70s, 70s line. line. Yep, the, the Kings have been ro- rolling lately, and he offers the best value on the top six. My other left wing is going to be Jamie Benn. He has been fantastic with Tyler Sagan out. I don't think you can ignore that. He is at 15,000. The right wingers, another guy that's been fantastic lately, Wayne Simmons. He's just over 12,000. I think he's been playing better than anybody on the Flyers team lately. And I know that the Carolina Hurricanes are very good at keeping the puck out of the net. I don't think that's going to matter against Simmons. Then the other value play I'm going to have here is Justin Fontaine. I told you he's been doing really well against the Edmonton Oilers this year, and the Oilers don't do a good job of stopping the puck. So he is in the top six. He's on the same line as Zach Parise. I love that matchup. Fair enough. My two centers, top play of the night is going to be John Tavares. They're really? Playing, yep. Going to be, they're playing Arizona. That's he's true. He's been fantastic this year. He's still under 16,000, and I think he has a chance at a multiple-point game. And then my other play is going to be Jeff Carter, another guy that's been playing really well for the Kings. 
Defensemen are going to be Tobias Enstrom. He's at 6,800. He's been doing well for the Jets, and he's on that top power play unit. The other one's going to be Nick Letty for the Islanders. He's at 6,600, who we just found out signed a seven-year extension seven for the year Islanders. Seven-year extension. Congratulations Found out he's only 23 years old, too, Absolutely, which we didn't yeah. know. So. Flex play is going to be Jordan Stahl. I know that's going to be a little bit iffy with some people, but he's at 8,400, and I do like the Hurricanes' chances to score tonight. you got to find some uh, some chances out there, Exactly, and some here's value. the big value play of the night. All Chad right. Johnson, 11,000. That's a big value play, huh? Arizona's horrible. They really they are. They are brutal, man. I mean, they were shut out by your Devils last night. Yes, Who they can't were. score more than, like, two goals per game? They scored three last Let's night. Let's pray that they don't win the McDavid sweepstakes. I don't want to see Connor McDavid out in Arizona. No, oh, I thought you, you didn't want him in New Jersey. That's what you were talking about. No, come about. on. Please lose, Devils. Please, please. Just asking a little uh, bit. Just a couple Make sure losses. to put these winning lineups on StarFantasyLeagues.com, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Star Fantasy League Show. Take it easy.